Welcome to Unleash Your Greatness. I'm Adam Platt. Today, my guest is Chip Isley, and we sit down and we talk about how to sell yourself on your goals and your dreams and go after the life that you've always wanted. The question people often ask themselves is, is there more for me out there? Am I capable of more, of doing more, being more, and having greater success in this life? The answer to that question is yes. I believe that everybody has greatness within themselves and that success leaves clues. And if we can take those clues, we can unlock the greatness within ourselves. I'm Adam Platt, and welcome to Unleash Your Greatness. Welcome, everybody. I'm Adam Platt, and welcome to Unleash Your Greatness. And today I have an amazing guest, Chip Isley. And I met Chip at a speakers conference. So he is uh, an amazing guy. He's a speaker. He is the sales whisperer. So he's an amazing salesman. And he's the father of six kids. And I'm super excited to have him on today and have us speak about what it really takes or what in his view it takes to unleash the greatness within somebody. So I'm going to turn the time over to him. Chip, welcome. I appreciate you being on the the show today, and I'm super excited to have you. I know we've been friends on Facebook for quite a while, but it wasn't just till recently that we actually met in person at the, the speaker's uh, event that we were at. And um, Correct. Yeah. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm just, I'm doing really good. Just everything's, man, if 2020 was a bad year, 2021 is already starting out to be a good year. It's just, <laughs> things are just... You know, I, I think it's setting those intentions and letting them, letting them hold through the bad times and keeping them that the good times start to pull in. And even if things are looking down for you, however you look at things, um, the intention is holding, and it's I'm I'm just excited to be here today. Yeah, I agree. And um, so I I dropped my very first podcast on Monday of this week, my very first episode. And one of the thing, what the podcast episode was all about was how to go into 2021 and make it the best year ever. And that was number one strategy I said is to set that intention to go into 2021 that it is going to be the best year ever. So I'm glad you brought that up because I, I feel so strongly about that. I think 2020 was hard for a lot of people, but I think we came out of it uh, in a lot of ways stronger mm-hmm. as at least myself from in my opinion even though there were struggles and there was things that happened man i'm so grateful for 2020 because of the lessons i learned and the things i was able to accomplish and oh, yeah. i i'm i'm super excited for 2021 because i think it's going to be an amazing year and so i'm glad you set that intention number one for the start of the show but also for the first of this year to really kick it off as an amazing year. So, so tell we us. Ripped or talk about that at all. That was just like, that's just how it went. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> no, that's that was perfect. That was a perfect segue into the show because as we, as we, uh, you know, we're, you know, about the second week in January and January mm-hmm. for me is always a time to reflect on goals and setting um, new intention. And a lot of people focus on resolutions and then by, about this third week in January, they're like 90% of them have stopped working on those resolutions and they don't exercise or whatever they've set up. 
And I think we really need to focus on what it takes to set that intention and then uh, follow through and take action on what we want in this year, in any year, but specifically this year coming out of 2020 with all this stuff that happened and, you know, the pandemic's still going strong. We're still, um, my today's 300 days. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, my, my 60 more days and it's a full year. Yeah, I know. Isn't it? It's looking back at the year. It's absolutely insane thinking that it's been that long that we've been going through this, you know, wearing masks and social distancing and, and virtual events and, and all this stuff. And it was awesome. The event that we actually met in person was the first live event I've been to in like 10 months, <laughs> which was great that we were able, it was a smaller group, which was awesome, but it was great uh-huh. that we were able to actually get in a live event because that, that ability to connect in a, a more interpersonal, intimate er, area like that is, is so powerful. And to just, you know, be around people like it's, it's great to connect in, in that way. So, um, sorry, I got off on a tangent there, but, um, no, I got you excited. That's okay. I like that. <laughs> it's, it's been crazy this last year. My, my daughter is, my oldest daughter is over in England. She's, uh, serving an LDS mission for our church. Like you and I have talked about, and she just told me she was able to call video chat with us this morning because it's her her preparation day the one day that she, she gets to talk to us and uh she said that england just went on level five lockdown meaning the only time you can go out of your house is if you you can go out for one time a day to get some exercise like go for a walk or run or or some kind of outdoor activity you can go out to go shopping and you can go out if there's an emergency that's it so um you know, I think we're blessed here in the U.S. to be able to do more than that. In most places, I know there's places that are a little locked down more than others, but um, yeah, it, it's crazy. So we we are blessed, and um, I'm going to share some things, I guess. Now, just with what we've talked about, if that's all right, I got absolutely. Um, you wanted me to talk a little bit about it, and I'm going to pull it all together here in just a second about what it is. But just to give a little background on me, yep. um, and and my sales story and and how that's all going to pertain to what is what's going on with covid what's going on with our lives goals it's all common yeah um because here's the thing is i really didn't like sales i mean how many people out there you know if if you're watching or listening you know just mentally raise your hand or put a comment somewhere because how many of us out there really do not like sales like right. no, we don't like either side, not being on the salesperson side sure. or receiving the sell, you know, or being sold to. We just, we're like, oh, this again. And I mean, how many times do we get those phone calls? You know, I, I don't know what Marriott's doing, but they have my number down and I can't get rid of it. Right. Um, <laughs> and so we are, I, I started it. My first introductory really to sales was, um, I served the mission for the LDS church, just like your daughter is serving. Mm-hmm. And that was probably my first real, what I would consider a, a sales. Now looking back at it at the time, it didn't feel like it because it was something you, you just did. And, and it was all volunteer and we all, we, we were doing things and helping people and it was awesome. But I come home from that and I got married, got my life started. Um, I was working for um, a really big company, uh, a bank. And it was, everything was going pretty good, but we just weren't quite making it financially. So, um, I did one of those things that 
I'm guessing everybody knows about 90% of people have dabbled in is an MLM. And uh, I was like, cool. I love the product. It was water filters. It made the water. I live in Mesa. I was living in Mesa, Arizona. I'm from Arizona. I live there now. Mm -hmm. But um, the water was terrible. So it made the water better. Um, Trying to be a healthier lifestyle. So I was was all in on the product. It was great. Let's do this. And then um, I so I'm sitting down with with my mentor, my coach, and we're going through, this is how old I am. You ready? We're going through and we're making phone calls from a phone book through a zip code area phone book, you know, where you go by zip code and just cold calling people on the touch tone phone. Not, not so old as rodeo that rodeo. I can't say that word, but you know what I'm saying? The, the, yeah, the, uh, yeah, the roads. Ah, yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, you know exactly. But it was a touch tone. And so I'm on it, and he's on the other, he's on another one that's hooked onto the same line because that's how you used to be able to listen. There wasn't hardly speakerphone, right. it was only fancy phones that had speakerphones. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so he's listening, coaching me through these calls. And anybody who's ever done cold calling, you know, like 99% of it's just rejection or no answers or whatever. Mm. And, and this was even before like caller ID, you know. That kind of ages me a lot, but that's <laughs> but th- those are the circumstances we're making these calls. And so finally, I get that one phone call where we have a conversation with the lady, and he's talking me through all the, you know, everybody has their scripts and their things they talk about and all the points, and she's very excited about it. And we get to the end and the sales part, and we're talking about it, and I, I, uh, she comes up and she says, "We we can't we can't afford that much. It's just not in." There's no way we'd be taking food from our kids' mouths to do that. And I'm like, I'm just ready to be done. I'm like, well, I don't want to take food from anybody's mouth. I don't want to do that kind of stuff. And um, my my coach is like, just just give me a second. You know, he's on the phone. If you can see me, I put the receiver up to my hand and you cover it. That's how you used to put it on mute. You put your hand over the receiver. He's like, hey, mm-hmm. hey let, I need to talk to you just a second. Just tell, tell her just a minute. I said, hey, just give me a second. Let me, let me see what I can do. Let me talk to somebody here real quick. So... I cover my hand over the receiver too, because there is no mute button. And he's like, okay, this is what you have to do. You need to tell her that by not doing this, she's basically condemning her kids to death. Mm. Wow. She's choosing a slow death for her children. And it may not be right away, but by not choosing in on this, that she's going to choose her, she's, she's chosen death for her children. And I sat there and I looked at him. I'm like, you sure? He's like, yeah, this, trust me, this is how it works. This is the best way. And, you know, I really hope somebody's out there is listening and takes note of this because to my shame, I did it. I told that lady that this was to, if she didn't do this, that it would be a detriment to her family. That she would be basically condemning them to death. And she got really mad and cried and sad and hung up on me. This has been uh, 20 years ago. And it's still such a valid memory in my mind because it was such a terrible moment. I, I finished up that mentoring moment with that, with that mentor. I went home that day and I never went back. Never tried, never wanted to, never was going to, never. Sales was done to me. I loved the product, kept buying the product, but not talking to anybody, not doing anything. 
Yeah. And uh, then I find myself years down the road, gone into business for myself, need some sales help. Um, I've owned, I own my own restaurant, so I've learned some things. I've done some pretty cool things, but I wasn't, I wasn't there mentally. I wasn't, I wasn't all on board mentally. There was a lot of um, emotional stuff that I, I'd never dealt with that I was hiding from. And um, I'm sure in other podcasts, you'll talk more about that with people and they're going to be able to find a lot of great help here on, on your podcast for that. So I'm not going to dive into that. Just saying that I was able to find some coaches and if you find coaches and I was able to come out of that and I, I actually know that Adam's a pretty awesome coach himself. So if anybody has questions, um, tag him on that and, and thank you get some follow-up on that because everybody needs a coach. We That's what I learned. Probably most of that is I couldn't do it by myself. Yeah. And I got coaches and then I had, to, I, I actually decided to become a coach myself, became a life, cert, life coach certificate, cert, uh, certified and everything. And I was going through this and I'm like, dang, I need to figure out how to sell my programs and sell what I do to people. So I got coaches and that and coaches and that. And then one day with one of my coaches, everything just kind of came together and I figured it out that I don't have to do anybody else's style, but I've learned from all their styles, but I need to do my style. Mm, yeah. I need to be genuine to me. And, and there's the first life lesson is anything you do in life, you need to be genuine. It needs to be you. You're not, don't try to be Chip Isley. Don't try to be Adam Platt. Don't try to be, you know, um, Tony Robbins or any of those big names. You can take influences from them, be you, figure out what that is, and you'll yeah. be more powerful than, because that's them. And if you try to be them, then it it's fake and it's it's just cheesy. But lesson number one is to be you, be authentic, be true to you. Because what we're going to talk about now, what I want to get into, and we'll have a little discussion about this, see what you think about it, is um, people are like, well, sales, that's kind of a weird topic. How are you going to talk about sales and New Year's resolutions? What, how is that going to get, how are you going to help me with that chip? That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't work <laughs> in my head. And I'm going to tell you, it works in your head yeah. because as the great um, Grant Cordon said, everybody is always selling something. Yep. You are always selling. You are selling every day you wake up and you look at that vision board or that goals list or those resolutions that you've made. You are selling to yourself every day, whether you are going to do that thing that day or you are not. And there's always a winner and there is always a loser and you are picking sides. And whoever has the best sales topic is and the best conversation with you is going to win. Are you cutting out sugar? Is that, or soda, is that soda pop talking to you every day like, Oh, come on. You know, this is so good. It, you've been doing it for so long. One more time. I mean, really, this is, you, can you taste it already? You could hear the crack of the can. Can you hear the hiss? I mean, some of you are probably getting mad at me just thinking about that stuff right now. <laughs> but yeah. you're going through this thought process every moment of every day. But until you realize that you're you're either selling yourself on doing my goal or eh, it doesn't really matter or who cares or it's not an important thing. Yeah. You're buying and selling yourself. 
And when you realize that, when you realize like, oh crap, I just bought a soda pop more than more than literally I I mentally bought this soda pop. I mentally am making a choice to not do what I said I was going to do. I sold myself out. And I, and I don't really want to beat you up about it. I, I want you to understand that this is a practice that if you get into this practice, it's going to help you with those everyday, especially New Year's resolutions and stuff, those goals and those aspirations that you set, that you have to sell yourself into it. And if you don't have a good argument for it, you are going to win. You're going to lose. Yeah. You're going to lose that argument. You're going to you're going to buy the cheap and easy Taco Bell instead of going into a really good Mexican food restaurant. You know, just because it's it's that way. But or or we're just not we're not going to make it from home. We're going to go make it easy and buy Taco Bell, and we're not going to save the money or the time. We just don't have the time. And yes, there's a value thing, but we need to build those arguments in our head, not our arguments, our sales pitch. And it needs to be stone clad. So when you have those resolutions, as you think about them, as you watch this podcast and you look at them, you, you, you realize the ones you've already lost or you've given up on, but you still want those ones. Um, go back into them and not just make it a goal or a resolution, but make it a sales pitch to why, because if there's not a why you're doing it behind it and, and I had a great friend tell me, uh, Paul Blanchard, he, he brought it out and it was like one of those like, oh, cool. Stop mixing your who up with your why. I'm doing this for my kids, for my family. Those are your who. And those are cool to have and make sure you have them, but you need to have a why. And it needs to be strong. It needs to be a strong why of like, why do I want to have sugar in my diet? I'm just using that one because, yes, it's one I'm working on. And so the argument thing is, is that why don't I want to have sugar on that? Well, my high blood, my blood pressure is a little high. I need to lose a little bit of weight. And those are little whys, but you need to get down further and, and understand why. Because I want to be here for my grandchildren. Because I want to see my kids grow up. I want to play with them. I don't want to be on oxygen and a respirator for the rest of my life. I want to be able to, and that, I mean, let's get down and we play this game. You got to play this game dirty with yourself. You're not pulling punches. You're not being cheap. You got to, we're going back to that authentic. You have to be authentic with yourself. Why would this be important? Yep. Why is this going to make me choose water over a soda pop every day? Because if you don't know why you're going to choose that, you're just like, yes, I need to choose not drinking soda you're going to choose a soda pop more often than you want to. But if you're why of, I need to be around for my family. I need to accomplish these things. I need to be powerful in this moment. I need to get better than I am because the road I'm on is not leading to these other little things that be to build the, the, the whys to this decision. And we need to sell that to ourselves. Hey, it's Adam. Real quick, I just wanted to jump in here and let you know that if you haven't set goals, right now is the perfect time to set those awesome goals that you want to go after, those dreams that you want to accomplish, those things that you want to do in your life, create the lifestyle that you want. Right now is the perfect time to set those. And I have this new ebook that I just created. It's called Seven Step Goal Setting Workshop. And you can grab a free copy. It's 
usually a $47 value, but you can grab a free copy today at arisetoconnect.com slash goal setting. And in this book, this ebook, you're going to learn how to evaluate priorities, how to create successful goals and simple hacks to manage your goals. So again, this is a free copy right now, the seven step goal setting workshop ebook that you can grab right now. And I hope that you go out there, you'll grab that copy of your, this free book and start setting those amazing goals so that you can create the life that you want. And now let's jump back into the episode. What do you so, think of that, Adam? No, I, I agree 100%. Um, it's so <laughs> let me give you my perspective on how I look at goals. And especially this time of year, everybody's focusing on new goals and what they want out of the new year. And such a powerful time to reflect and ask you yourself those questions, right? And to really get, get down to the nitty gritty of why, like you said. Um, it's so powerful because, because let me tell you this last year, I set a goal to run a thousand miles during the year and, and I, I, I was able to accomplish it. And, but let me tell you some days when that alarm went off at five o'clock in the morning and it's, you know, 30 degrees outside and it's like, oh my gosh, I don't want to get up. It's cold. I had to resort to that. Why? And, and like you said, I had to make that sales pitch to myself, like, okay, do I want to, do I want to get up or do I want to, or do I want to get up and hold myself true to the commitment I made to myself? Or do I want to stay here in bed where it's comfortable? And I, I won't lie, there were times that I did stay in bed a couple times, but for the most part, like I reached my goal. I got up, I put my clothes, my warm clothes on and I went out and I ran in the cold and I had my you know, my headlamp on and it was dark and it was, uh, but the beautiful thing about it was once I got out there and once you, you start doing it, cause once I got out there and it's five in the morning, there's hardly nobody out on the road yet. You know, it's, it's a Tuesday morning at 5am. It's cold outside. I could just really focus on me and and have that peace of just being by myself in my own thoughts. And whenever you make a commitment to yourself and you follow through, I think that that you get something out of it every single time. Especially if, if nothing else, it's just, I did it right. I got up and I did the thing and it was hard and it sucked and it was cold, but I did it. And holding yourself accountable to those commitments that you make yourself is so important. And I love that you're you're talking about why because if I had had a superficial why of I just I, I feel like I want to run a thousand miles this year. When that alarm went off at five, I wouldn't have got up. Like mm-hmm. I would have been like, eh. But I, I I had my deep why was I am committed to being healthier this year and I want to do something that's going to stretch me physically. Because in years past, I've always been, for about the last 10 years, I've been a fairly decent runner, but I've been a fair weather runner. So when it gets warm in about March till it gets cold in about October, November timeframe is when I run. And the rest of the four or five months, I kind of just don't do it. And so I knew that in order to be more consistent, 
I needed to set set a goal that I would have to do it all the time consistently. And that's why I did it. And so I had to connect with that why. And so I, when you say go deep into your why, I, I run myself through an exercise or I run my, my clients through an exercise that I call seven layers of why. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you've heard of it or done it, but I've, like, I've heard of similar things. I'm not going to say I've heard about yours, but yeah. yes, I, I understand the whole concept. It's, it's, it's exactly what I was saying. So please continue. Yeah. Cause that's, it's powerful. So, so basically it's, you just, you ask yourself why seven times and you force yourself to ask yourself or, or like I say, I do it with my, my coaching clients and it's amazing when you ask yourself seven times and you have to answer that seventh time. It's usually about number five, six, and seven when you finally are like connect emotionally with that. Why all the other times, like one through four is usually kind of more superficial. Like, Oh, I want to look better in my bathing suit or I want to, you know, whatever. When you finally get down to the nitty gritty of level seven is when you're like, Usually in my experience, anytime I've done it with somebody, there's usually tears involved and it's like, yep, that's why I need to do this. Because if I don't, like there's something on the line and I need to follow through with this. I, I actually did this a couple of times last week. We were at a, a mastermind group with Kelly Walker. Um, you know, Kelly. Um, I do. Ran by Land, Land, her husband. It's, it's a, they do an amazing mastermind. Yeah. So we're at that mastermind and, and two, two folks that were there had, um, you know, things that were, they were trying to accomplish. And so I actually did the exercise and one of them was Kelly. I actually did it with Kelly while she was there. And, and one of her thing, I I won't go into detail about what it was, but she basically was like trying to reach this goal. And she said, this is what's holding me back is this thing in my life. And I said, okay. And I ran her through that. And by level seven, she was, she was bawling and she was like that's why i need to do it and i i'll tell you now like she has a deeper connection with that reason for taking action on that goal than just uh well it's something that i want to work on right right and and you know i'm gonna be honest right here okay you ready yeah I, i think the why is like half of it yeah Meaning it's, it's, it's gotta be one of the cornerstones on that building. You have to have that why, but I think if you, if you find that why the next step is you have to, you have to find out the the steps to doing that. Even if you don't know all of them, but you have to start figuring out, okay, and we'll just take your example for, and I'm just going to apply it to my life. If I were going to run every morning, (laughs) my first thing would be, you know, it's, it's those roles of accomplishment. And, and as you win something, as you win something, as you win something, and it gets bigger and bigger and the, the thing you do gets bigger and bigger. Right. Right. So mine would be wake up, get out of bed. And then for whatever reason, for me, it, it just really starts. It's an easy battle to win. Cause you're always battling that self, right? You're, mm. you're selling yourself. The yep. first part of that is brush your teeth. Cause you got to brush your teeth and, and that's a win for me every morning. Like I've won something this morning, whether the day goes terrible, I brushed my teeth. Yeah. I had a, I had a win at the beginning of my day. doesn't matter what happened. Um, whatever you guys want, anybody wants to set it as, but that's one for me as I always set brush my teeth. It just, 
it's a powerful win for me. Some people have say their prayers and stuff like that. And those are good. Um, communicate with God, read your scriptures, get that prepared. That's fine. But for this example, I'd wake up, brush my teeth, put my clothes on, two wins, you know, um, have my headlamp on, put my shoes on, walk out the door, take that first step, and then don't stop till I'm done. You know, and then that's, you know, and then, man, it, it had to be a whole lot easier to keep going once you hit that 500 mark. Oh, yeah. Once you're about halfway through that goal, it's like, well, I can't quit now. I've already put all this time into it. Right. You know, and th- that's those are other things that that mount. And, and uh, but I, I think so, so you got your, you got to know who you are authentic. You got to figure out your why. Yeah. And you got to have some steps in there that are actually obtainable. And I call it kind of, to me, that brings clarification. Because if you just throw something out there, you know, people say, oh, your goal has to be clear. And you're like, well, what's clear? I'm going to run a thousand miles every day of this year. What's not clear about that? But to gain clarity is how am I going to do that? Right, right. And like money goals and stuff like that, sometimes you don't know the full how other than I am just going to work every day on becoming better at what I do. And that'll sometimes those paths cross and it builds, mm. but you have to build that clarity. Like, Clarity comes through knowing what your steps are. Sure. So I, I think that's a powerful point. Yeah. So true. And so I, I, I would call that like have a plan. And, mm-hmm. and that doesn't mean that you have to have like the full picture, the full plan. But if, if you don't have some kind of a you know, first step, because there's the old um, adage that a, a journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step, right? If you don't take mm-hmm. that first step, like you say, get up in the morning, brush your teeth, put on your running clothes, you're, you've already lost half the battle if you don't take that first step, right? Mm-hmm. You're, you're not going to take the second one. You're not going to take the third. You're not going to take the fourth. In my case, literally, you're not going to reach those thousand miles that you, I did last year. So, um, and I think that having a plan and, and then have preparation in place. So for me, like I would the night before just to get in the right frame of mind, like, okay, tomorrow I'm getting up at 5am and I would get my, my workout clothes out and I'd put them, you know, at the foot of the bed on the dresser so that they're ready to go first thing in the morning. As soon as I wake up, you know, that way I'm not like, Oh, I got to get up and um, find the clothes and stuff. And if you don't, you know, do it and prepare, you're, you're just, eventually you're going to fizzle out. You're not going to keep taking steps. How long can you dawdle looking for your clothes in the morning? Right. You can dawdle long enough that you should have done your run and been back by then. And you're like, well, I can't do it now. I don't have my time's up. I I, I couldn't find all my stuff. It's somebody else. It's you're selling yourself short, literally, you know, you're, You're selling like, well, I can't find this. Well, I can't find that. Well, I can't find this. And and you're you're actually that's you're being the salesman right there, selling that you can't do it. Right. And and guess what? You're right. <laughs> yeah. You need to be the salesman that you can do it. Yeah, for sure. It's uh, I, I love the concept of selling yourself on every, basically every decision you make throughout the day. You're you're doing some kind of a sale in your mind 
to some extent, right? Like, okay, what do I want on my sandwich? Do I want peanut butter and jelly? Do I want ham and mayo? Do I like you, you are selling yourself on every decision and every single person you come in contact with, you're making a sale, every relationship you have, every time you talk to your spouse, everything we do is some sort of a sale on some level. So uh, it's so important. And, and, you know, you started the whole conversation with how many people hate selling, both either selling or sales, like being sold or sold to. And I would say that probably the majority of people would say, yeah, I hate it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, especially that you start talking about like car salesmen and the hard sell, like you were trying to do to that woman. And, and it rarely ever turns out great for the customer. Right. Or in, in your case, when you're selling yourself, if you do a hard sell, it's not going to turn out good for you either. Sure. There's times where hard decisions nope, need to be not. made. That's what I, I was. But, just. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. I was just about to say that exact same thing was, I was like, yeah, if you try to pull a hard sell on yourself, you're going to, you're going to hate it (laughs) and you're not going to want to do it. And you're going to choose the other thing. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Cause uh, I don't know about you, but there's been times in my life where like, if I don't do this, then my life is over. (laughs) Right. And that's a hard sell where in reality, it's like, is it really that dramatic? Like if you do it, Maybe something or you don't do something, maybe something will be bad or, or something, but rarely, rarely does something really come down to that level of urgency that, Mm -hmm. and, and sometimes you're like, for instance, when, uh, you're choosing a spouse, right? That's a hard sell one way or another. And sometimes you're like, I feel that this is the, the, the person for me, I'm going to marry her. You know, I think everybody has that first love. That's like, that's the person for me. And that's kind of a hard sell sometimes because maybe that person isn't the right person for you. So, um, yeah, It, it also comes down to what does your heart tell you? I think you have to listen to your intuition. You got to listen to your, uh, you know, I, I, I refer to, I guess, the conscience in my mind as my my higher power, right? I, uh, you and I are, are the same religion, and so we we kind of understand that concept of listening to our higher power or our our God, right? And that He speaks to us. But you can call it tuition or intuition. You can call it gut feeling. You can call it whatever it is. And if your gut's telling you that's a hard sell, walk away. Like mm-hmm. just walk away. <laughs> Um, cause sometimes the hard sell, sometimes the hard sell is worth it, right? Like running a thousand oh, yeah. miles for me was a little bit of a hard sell. Although once I broke it down, like, so here's how it went in my mind. I want to run a thousand miles. Okay. Get out my calculator. How many miles do I got to do a week? It's like 19 miles a week. Okay. That's not horrible. Uh, if I'd run five days a week, how many miles do I got to run each day? It's like four miles, four miles a week. And actually that gave me a little, that's 20 miles a, a week. That's a little bit of mileage in the bank. So, um, and actually when I ran, I usually did more like four, 25, four and a half. And sometimes I'd even do five or something. Um, and so I actually finished my goal two weeks before the end of the year. Nice. But once you break it down simpler and, and cause sometimes goals feel so big and, um, you know, I can't achieve that. And we, 
we base our ability on what we think we can do today as opposed to what we can do in the future. Because if I were to say, I want to run a thousand miles, but I'm going to do it all tomorrow. Guess what? Not going to happen, <laughs> right? I can't do a thousand miles in one day. There's just no way. Maybe somebody out there can, but I don't know anybody personally that can run a thousand miles in a day. Um, no, I, I can't. I don't even know if I can drive that far. In a day. <laughs> I know. But when I break it down and I'm, I'm like, okay, I can do four miles a day, five days a week with two rest days during the week. That's doable. I can do that because I based it on what I can do over a span instead of I need to do it all right now. And I think sometimes we get lost in that. Like I want to lose 20 pounds. I want to lose 20 pounds today and it's not going to happen. Right. Unless you go in and have liposuction or something, it's not going to happen healthy. (laughs) So, well, and I know you've heard this analogy and I think everybody's heard this analogy, but it's the, how do you eat an elephant? Right. 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 One bite at a time. Yep. Exactly. But what I've learned is even if we tell people, hey, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? They're like, okay, how am I going to fit this whole elephant in my mouth in one bite? They really, that's that you have to think about that. Am I trying to make this whole elephant in one bite? And it, no, oh, you eat it one bite at a time, but I need to eat it in one bite. Right. No, you don't need to eat it in bite. Right. You need to break it down and be like, okay, well, I'm going to start with the back right foot. Mm-hmm. And that's going to take me this long, about this long. And this is going to take about this long. And, you know, you, you have to make a plan. Otherwise, you're trying to, you're, you're like, oh, yeah, don't eat a whole elephant. You know, how do you eat an elephant? I don't know. One bite at a time. Well, then people are still really trying to put a whole elephant in their mouth. I see it all the time with goals oh, yeah. and stuff. They're trying to put a whole elephant in their mouth at one bite time. A week into their goals, they're like, why am I not done? You're like, this is a bigger than a week goal. You said it like a, like yours. It's a, it's a year goal. A good, most people, that's a year goal. Yeah. You know, if you're a marathon runner for, for a living, okay, maybe you could do that in four or five months. You know, that right. you're running every day, 20 miles a day. That's, that's a whole different thing. Sure. But most people, but we, we think we can eat a whole elephant in one bite, even though, oh yeah, one bite at a time, I'll eat a whole elephant. Yeah. But you have to make that plan. Yeah. You have to have those goals. And I think going back to one of the other things you were saying earlier is that we have to, you know, to your own self be true that, you know, be, you have to be, you have to know who you are. You have to be integrous to yourself. Right. And you have to be genuine, but you'd have to know who you are to do that. For sure. And so you can answer those questions when they come up and those hard things and and put them in there and say, why am I doing this? And do your seven why thing. But you have to, you have to know what it is you personally want and what you're going to do. And you have to not make that big jump into the whole elephant. If it's something that you, you're like, yeah, I'll never do that. Me, I'll, I'll never, I'll never run a thousand miles. And, and I say that and you're like, well, yeah, should, it's good and healthy for you. It'd be great. <laughs> but I have terrible knees. My oh, knees, yeah. I, I do a mile. I'm done for a week. You know, that's just sure. not going to happen to me. Yeah. On the other hand, I love riding a bike. There you go. So it's, it, you have to be true to what's going to, to you yeah. be like, okay, well, I can't run. I don't like to run. I hate it actually. What else can I do? 
how else can I achieve that? Because if you like, Hey, I have to achieve this by running because Adam Platt did it. He's amazing. I'm going to follow Adam <laughs> Platt and I'm going to run a thousand miles. Yeah. No, you've got to be like, okay, wait, I got a swimming pool. I have this gym membership. I love swimming. I'm going to swim 500 miles this year. Sweet swim, do, do what you can do on that same path. That's you do you yeah. be you. And that whole conscious thing, you, the, the Holy ghost or the greater power speaking to you. I think it speaks more clearly to us when we know who we are. For sure. Yeah. Who we are and who we, and what we want. Mm -hmm. Cause um, I heard the analogy the other or a while ago, but it's like a lot of people are like, I want more money. Okay. Here's a buck. Now get out of here. Right. Like you, you got what you wanted, but you weren't clear on what you wanted. Right. So you didn't uh -huh. ask for what you wanted and and you can, you, you know, you can call it law of attraction. You can call it higher power. You can call it, uh, you know, your subconscious mind attracting whatever. But if you don't ask for it, you're never going to get it or you're going to get what you exactly ask for. And that's more money or more. Uh, what's a better relationship? What does that look like? It's what's a better relationship. Yeah. Yeah. What does it look like? What is what do you envision a better relationship with your spouse look like? If you don't know what that looks like and you're just like, I want it better. Okay. Well, your wife comes and gives you a, a back rub. Maybe that's better. There you go. It's better for that's you. Better. Right? Yeah. But for most people, I would think they would say, you know, if they really truly got down to it, like I want a better relationship with my spouse. It's because we've got a greater connection, mm -hmm. both physically mentally spiritually emotionally and we we are on the same page when it comes to how we raise our kids maybe we won't always agree on everything but we can talk right. it out and we can figure out a plan you know that's the kind of things that you need to you need to get clear on what you want in life not just you know and, and it can go for anything right i want to be healthier what does healthier look like does it mean you have more energy? Does it mean you're skinnier? Does it mean you look better in your swimsuit? Does it, what does that mean? You've got to get clear before you can yeah. then start um, taking action towards it. So, Hey, it's Adam. And I wanted to just jump in here real quick because I wanted to let you know that I am rooting for you and that if you are ready to take your life to the next level and maybe you're not sure exactly what you need to do, let me tell you, it all starts with your mindset. It all starts with how you're thinking about yourself, how to really visualize what you want in life. And if you feel like you need a little bit of help in that area, I have this workbook. It's called Mindset for Success to really help you take your life to the next level. And you can grab a free copy of that workbook right now for free at arisetoconnect.com slash mindset for success. In this workbook, you're going to learn the do's and don'ts of what you should and shouldn't be doing when it comes to how you think and look at yourself in your life. And it's full of questions that you can ask yourself to really start evaluating what you want and where you want to go. So go ahead and feel free to grab that free copy of Mindset for Success right now. Again, at arisetoconnect.com slash mindset for success and go and grab your free copy today so that you can start taking your life to the next level and now let's get back into the episode
Oh yeah. It's just, it's, you know, I'm going to tell you the truth right here. You're going to understand it as soon as I tell it. And all your audience who have children are going to understand this. <laughs> but children are the best salesmen in the entire world. Yeah. Have you ever seen them negotiate over a toy? Oh, yeah. Have you ever seen them in a, in a, in a store ask you for something a thousand different ways? Yep. Have you ever not fallen prey to it and been like, okay, whatever, we're not doing that. Or how many times do you find yourself like, okay, you know what? They actually sold me into that. It's true. But if you watch, your children are amazing at this and amazing at setting things. My, my kids have gotten to where they used to come to me and said, I'm hungry. I want something. I said, well, what do you want? Well, what can I have? I'm like, well, don't come to me with nothing. You better come. And I think our, great, our power is the same way. Don't come to me with nothing. Yeah. You want a snack? Well, there's a lot of things in here to snack. What do you want? You want candy? You want popsicles? You want water? You want a shake? You want a hamburger? What do you want? And then they'll come back and say, I want this. Okay, you can have that. Or no, you can't have that. That's that's not that's not going to happen. Yep. But if they come with a clear, something clear, you can give them something clear. And they're going to figure it out. And they're going to start coming to you with more clear answers like yeah. right away because they want something and they're going to come with a clear answer. And I think a lot of times we take, just like you said, take our things and our goals to the universe, to our, to our greater power and say, I want more money. Sweet. There's a quarter. There's a penny. Yep. What I want to be more abundant. What, what does more, if, if you don't with a clear thing, he's going to be like, you know, and I don't think he's being hypocritical. I don't think he's no. putting it out there. He's giving us what we're ready for. Yeah. And until we're ready to ask for what we want, he can't give us that either. Yeah. Because we don't know what it is that we want. You know? Yep. So. So true. And it's funny that you brought up the kids because my kids get, you know, during the summertime, they get bored. And so they'll come to me like, I'm bored. I want to do something. You're like, okay, go weed the flower bed. No, I don't want to do that. Don't tell me you're bored. I'll give you something to do. Right. And, and I think that yeah. lots of times uh, it's the same with when we ask for, you know, we want to achieve a goal or, or we, we take, we pray for something or we, whatever. It's the same thing, right? Like, um, you know, our higher power or God or the universe or whatever you want to call it. Right. Um, for me, it's heavenly father. And for you, I believe as well. So, you know, when I go to heavenly father, it's like, Hey, I want to, uh, be safe. Okay. Or I want my family to be safe. Well, he, he understands what I want, but that doesn't always mean there's not going to be things that might happen. Right. Right. And so anyways, uh, yeah, it's just, I, I think that we have to be really clear on what we ask for, what we want, and then, and then do our part to go after and achieve it. Because if we don't take any kind of action, then Right. We're, we're not going to ever get anything, right? No, we're not. So it's just like you said, you you say you want to eat that elephant, but you're not willing to cut up the little pieces and start chewing. You're never going to get through that elephant ever. <laughs> no, but you want the elephant. Yeah. You, you want, want to eat elephant. it. That's the goal. Absolutely. Can't yeah. do it. Yeah. I. It, it's so true. And, and so I want to go back a little bit to um, something that, kind of sparked a, a thought to me when we were 
when you were talking is um, you were kind of laying out like you, you need to have your why and you need to have um, intention and, and things like that. I think one thing that also a lot of people get lost in when they're setting goals is when they they fail because there's always going to be times like I say when I was when I was running there was a couple times where I'm like I just do not feel like getting up this morning. It doesn't matter how deep my why is. I'm sleeping in bed. Like I'm going to stay in bed this morning because I'm tired. I'm sore. I'm, I'm, it was a late night or, or whatever. Right. And so often we beat ourselves up because, oh, I didn't do what I was supposed to do. And mm-hmm. we we're hard on ourselves. And then at that point we're like, well, I did it. I didn't do it today. So I'm not going to do it tomorrow because I've already lost the battle. Right. Well, you may have lost the battle, but that doesn't mean you have to lose the war. You can get back up. You can keep going. And you can you can give yourself a little bit of reprieve that we're still human. And we're none of us are going to be perfect. Um, nope. I love the saying that, that practice makes progress instead of perfect, right? We're never going to be perfect. But as we get better and as we work at it, we make progress towards something. And we're going to stumble. We're going to fall. We're going to fail. We're going to have hard times and we just got to get up and dust off the dirt and keep going and, and do it again. So I, I think that's one of the main things that we lose focus on is people forget that you just have to get up and go again, even when well, you do fail. And I, and I, I actually, I had actually very similar thoughts. So I'm really glad you brought that up that yeah. I wanted to bring up too, was you have to forgive yourself. Yeah. Right away, like, ah, oh, I didn't get up on time. I'm late. I have to go to work. You know what? Forgive yourself because the guilt's what keep you from going the next day. Yep. Be like, okay, I, I forgive myself. I'm going to do it tomorrow. It'll be fine. It's not a big deal. Maybe I needed this day of rest. It's my body telling me. Whatever. You got to forgive yourself. And we have to forgive ourselves often. There's actually a story, and I'm going to share it. I wasn't thinking I was going to, but I'm going to share it. Yeah, please. Um, do you know Jay Golden Kimball? Of course. So one of my greatest quotes from Jay Golden Kimball. So for all those out there who don't know who Jay Golden Kimball is, he's one of our ecclesiastical leaders or was in the past. And in, in the, in what we, in our religion, there's not a lot of swearing and it's kind of looked down on, but people swear all the time, but it's fine. It, it really is. And you, you'll appreciate this more, but really, so he was an old cowboy, grew up as a cowboy, but he swore quite a lot. just up in front of everybody, he would say swear words. He tried really hard, but he always swore. And when a reporter reported him one time and said, Jay Golden Kimball, it said that you're the, you're in a swearing apostle, which is a, just a term for uh, leadership here. You're the swearing apostle and people kind of look down on you for that. And how do you feel about that? And he says, you know, I really just don't care because I repent too damn fast to worry about it. And I think that's, to me, that's, I, I literally think about that all the time when I mess up, that I have to get super fast at repenting and, or forgiving myself mm-hmm. and going forward. You know, all, all really repentance is is a form of forgiving yourself and, mm-hmm. and steps for doing that. So what we're saying is you have to get it in your mind that it's okay, like right away, oh, I messed that up, dang it. You know, you're trying to do a goal and you're at a thing and somebody hands you a soda pop and that's not a big deal. You start taking like, ah, I drank a soda pop. Well, my whole diet's blown. (laughs) No, be like, okay, dang it. I drank a soda pop. And you could stop right then 
forgive yourself for it and move right on. It's not doing it from that point forward. Right. You know, you're, you're selling yourself into that and you need, the longer you hold off the forgiving yourself, the easier it is to sell yourself into not doing it anymore. So why do you think it is that most people don't forgive themselves and they beat themselves up? What? Cause I, I, I have my opinion, but I'd love to hear your opinion on why most people do that. Hey, it's the easy path. Yeah. It's it. There's no, it's just going back to the old ruts, right? Yeah. It's, it's easy to fall off of the new path into the old path and be like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm back here. I, this is, this is comfortable to me. This is easy for me, but it's, it's the easy path and it's not new. And we're afraid of the new and we're scared of the new. And so when I say, forgive yourself, we, we don't want to forgive ourselves. Really. We want to stay in those old paths yeah. and we have to talk ourselves into the new paths. And so I, I don't know if it's necessarily all that, but one of the most powerful parts of that is the reason we don't forgive ourselves and move forward as fast as we can. And, and, I, and I'm, I'm going to tell this as the truth, Adam. Nobody's told us we can. Mm. Nobody's yeah, told true. us that we can forgive ourselves and that we can be forgiven and we can move forward and it's going to be okay. We're all looking for somebody to justify our opinions of it and say, oh, yeah, sorry, you didn't do it. But I, I like people to tell me, uh, why didn't you forgive yourself? Well, I mean, it's happened to me a few times. Why didn't you forgive yourself? I didn't think about forgiving myself and moving on. Well, you need to forgive yourself and move on. And you're like, dang it, I do. Yeah. I need to forgive myself more often and move on. And, and I think a lot of it's, A, we don't know we can. And B, I think there's a stigma of perfectionism. Yep. If we fall short of perfectionism, then the whole thing is shot to hell. But perfectionism in and of itself is a bad, there's a whole, lots of subjects on that. But yeah. I think a lot of it really is, is that we don't know that we can and nobody's told us that we could. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a great insight, um, and I love that because I and I think it's that way with a lot of things. Not just about forgiving yourself, but a lot of people are waiting for someone to give them permission to to be who they want to be, or to chase their dreams, or to love again, or to um, you know so many things that we wait for someone to give us permission for. And it's like you have permission; it's your life. You don't need someone. If you want permission, I give you permission. I there dub thee permission to go and do what you need to do and live the life you want to do, live and to forgive yourself of the past and to move forward. Like it really is that simple. Even though it sounds that simple though, sometimes it could be so hard, right? Like I know in my life I've I've held on to things for way too long. And, and, and still I have things that I, I just had a breakthrough last week at that mastermind that I was holding on to something that was stopping me from being who I should be. And luckily Kelly helped me work through that for me. And I, I had a breakthrough and I was able to, to let go of some stuff. And I think we all hold on to some stuff and we have to, like you say, give ourselves permission to forgive ourselves and to move on. And, Although it can be so hard sometimes because there can be so many things that can be 
uh, in our past that are hard to let go, man, it doesn't do anybody any good to hold on to them. It doesn't do you any good. It doesn't do your loved ones any good. It doesn't do your business. It doesn't do your relationships. It doesn't do your your uh, ability to have abundance and wealth. And like that stuff stops so many people. And you can see it. Like once you once you understand it, and you probably see it, but once you understand how that type of stuff stops people from being and having what they want, you can see it everywhere all over the place and it's kind of frustrating it's kind of hard to to see it you just want to shake them and say wake up like right. stop holding on to that grudge stop holding on to that past stop holding on it yes that sucked yes it was awful that that happened to you but why are you dwelling on it and and just well and stop and i think this is why we have coaches sure and why yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna just tout if you don't have a coach in some point in your life, you need to have a coach. You need to have a good coach, somebody who's – because even as coaches, even as Adam just talked about, he was at a mastermind and something came forward. Yep. You don't see it that you're doing it all the time. Oh. You, you don't – you can't you, – you can see it in other people and you help people move past it all the time, but you don't see it in yourself. Yep. You don't see it in what you are. Yep. And you need somebody to say, hey, why haven't you forgiven yourself? You're like, dang it. Holy cow, I tell everybody to do this one thing and I'm not doing this one thing on this one thing because it's so it our blinders are set because it's our life, right? Yep. It's what we're living right now, every minute, every second of it. And so we need somebody, even coaches, even we all need somebody to say, Why are you doing that again? That looks silly. Mm-hmm. And you're like Okay, it is really kind of silly if you put it like that. Dang it, I am doing that. Yeah. And and learn to move past it. Yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. And but. and having that coach and having that outside perspective. And and if you don't have a coach, do your darndest to go find somebody, even if it's just a friend that can help say you know what? I really think you could work on this or whatever, or maybe not a spouse. Cause sometimes spouses can be a little hard to, to give you perspective in a constructive way. Um, as well, and they're living a lot of it with you too. So a yeah. lot of times they get, it's, it's tough with the yeah. spouse. Yes. But you know, a friend or somebody who can just, uh, give you some perspective of what they're seeing. I, I, I read a, a book recently. It's called the miracle morning. And, mm-hmm. Um, a really great book on if you like want to set your morning up for success, it, it, he outlines like some key things to do and you can customize it. Anyways, it's a great book. But in that book, he, he shared how he sent an email. I think he picked like 30 or 40 people. He sent an email to people and they were like past coworkers. They were family members. They were friends. They were uh, classmates, things like that. And he just sent this email and said, hey, I would love if you would be brutally honest with me on what I could be better at. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, it was hard getting some of that feedback, but so valuable because it opened his eyes to how he's portrayed by those people, his peers, his family, his friends, his uh, coworkers. And he's like, you know, if I'm being portrayed in that way by those people, Maybe I need to look at myself and see what I can do better in those 
that way. And that doesn't mean that you have to be fake, right? You don't have to be like off, like not authentic or, or whatever. It just means what self-evaluation can you do on yourself? And so asking somebody, a coach, a friend, a peer, to just give you some insight of how they view you. And hopefully, if they're a good friend, a good family member, a good coach, they'll not only give you some um, constructive criticism, but they'll also tell you, but you also are good at this. You're good at that. I respect you for this. Because everybody has their good qualities as well. Is there things right. we can all work on? Absolutely. Is there things that we're all great at and need to be validated in some way? Yes, I think that's very true. So anyways, um, yeah, I love yeah. that. Get a coach. Get somebody that you trust and work through some of that stuff because it's so much easier for someone else to see the vulnerable spots that you could work on. Then, And self-evaluation is one thing that I am trying to really work on this next year. I worked on it last year, but I really, really, really want to do it this year more because when you can do that self-evaluation and say not only – Take the, the criticism from your coach or whoever, but look deep in yourself and say, am I being congruent with who I think I should be? Right. Well, I was just going to say that that's a way of becoming more authentic. Yeah. If you don't know how you're acting and being for people and how they're seeing you, then you're maybe you think you're acting one way, but you're, you're not. Right. And to get to acting the way you want to, you actually need to change something. Sure. And not, well, not change, but at least work on it so that it, what you think you're doing is what you're actually doing. Yep. And, you know, we, we all have character things that we can work on. Let's just be honest, but we can just, if you don't, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And if you don't know, like, well, you know, you look like you are sucking on a lemon every time you talk to me. And I feel like I, I'm, <laughs> I, I mean, I've done this, what you're talking about and it is brutal it is hard, mm-hmm. but if you take it with an open heart, like they're trying to be honest to help you, yeah. then it helps you change. It's made me become more authentic in what I do, what I say, how I act. Um, you're not going to find me talking on this podcast, meet me in the restaurant someplace. This is me. This is who I am. This is how I come across if you want to talk about something we're going to talk about something if you don't want to talk about it okay that's fine but it's just this is i've learned to love who i am and that's a big thing for me to say that was not what i did i i I had to learn who i was and then i learned how to love that person that i was and then once i figured out oh crap i didn't even know what love was until i figured out that i could love myself and now my love for everybody else is huge nobody told me that and I had to find that and I had to have help finding that. Yeah. And um, I, I know that I'm here because a lot of what we just talked about goals and the, that stuff, but also the understanding who I am asking people who they thought I was. I literally coach people to do that because it's very powerful mm-hmm. and it, there's two ways I do it with the, Hey, what can I do better? And also, Hey, what do you like about me? Because some people just don't think they're likable at all. Yeah. And when all of a sudden you have 50 people telling you, well, you're great at this. You're amazing at that. And they're all like a lot the same. Then you have irrefutable facts of very important people to you that you are a good person. Absolutely. That you are on the right path as well. So, yeah, 
It's powerful. Very powerful. So powerful. Um, I, I would urge anybody who is struggling with uh, feeling like they're not who they are or not being true to themselves to to do that activity. Just go post it, put it on Facebook, post it out there and say, hey, what do you like about me? I guarantee mm-hmm. that there's so many people. I, I've done it too. And it's amazing. People that maybe you didn't know were watching you or or didn't think they knew you very well, they will give you something like, hey, I really think that I, I you're good at this or I, I just like your smile or just maybe it's something simple, but it's going to be something that you'll be like, wow, that really is really amazing that that person noticed that about me. And, yeah. and then the people who do know you, they will give you great feedback on what they like. So, yeah, so valuable and <laughs> such a such a great builder of, um, you know, your self-esteem. And not that we all need to be, like, built up all the time and stuff. I think we all deserve to be validated from time to time. And because we all want to be accepted and loved. And, and the... <laughs> I, I was listening to a podcast the other day and the, the podcast was talking about confidence and, and people are like, or the, the podcast host was, he was saying, um, you know, a lot of people go around saying, I don't care what anybody thinks about me. I'm going to be who I am. And he's like, those people who say that they don't understand what real confidence is because we all want to be loved. We all want to be accepted. And so we all need to act in a way that we, we feel like we can be loved and accepted. Now, caring what other people think is different than not wanting to be loved by people, right? That's completely different. And what they're really saying when I don't care what other people think is they don't care what other people, uh, their opinion is, right? So Or their expectation of them is. Right. right. Yes. Yeah, good, true. And so we have to be careful when we, we just put out there like, I'm going to be who I am and I don't care what anybody thinks, right? Because we all care about what somebody thinks, even if it's just our mom or our dad or our, our <laughs> spouse or somebody, right? We somebody should care about what um, what we're doing or saying, or or we should care what they think about us because we want to be loved by somebody. So, uh, yeah. So um, this has been absolutely amazing. I love the whole sales concept of. You know, you're selling yourself every conversation you have on what action you're going to take, what goal you're going to set, if you're going to work on it, what you're going to do. Um, I, I want to ask you a question that I like to ask during all my my interviews, and that is, if you were to pick one to maybe three things that you would say somebody who needs to unlock or unleash their greatness within themselves, what they need to do, what would those be? Number one, if you want to unlock your greatness and to get to be a fullness, you need to understand who you are. You need to understand. No, no, you don't need to understand. You need to love yourself and not like in a weird like way, but you need to love you in a way that you feel like it doesn't really matter. Like we were just talking about like, I, I don't care what other people say. You need to love you enough that you you really don't care what people say because, yeah, it's going to affect you and you can work and grow on it, but it's okay because you love yourself enough that it's okay. And, you, and I'm not talking like in this 
morbidly way that people put it out there where um, they love themselves over everybody else and they don't care. No, when you love yourself, you care more for others. Yeah. You're able to help others more. You're able to give more. You're able to share more. You're able to help more because you understand what love is. So if you really want to break through, you want to start doing something huge in your life. If you want to make that, you need to first figure out um, how to love yourself and understand that you do love yourself. And then once you understand that you love yourself, you got to understand who you are authentically. Yeah. Who you really are. Like, Seriously, that took some work for me, I, even down to my, my wardrobe, like what shirts I like. I like long sleeve button up shirts. Okay. That I, I really don't care for t-shirts. People are like, what? You don't like, I don't care for t-shirts. I like long sleeve button up shirts. I'll wear them every day. I'm happy. They make me happy. I, I had to figure that out. I did not know that. That's where I was. Is like, so you got to figure out who you are authentically. Yeah. I love this style of hat. It's my favorite style. It, you know, people are like, well, that's cool-ish, but why? It's just this golf hat. I love it. It makes me feel like me. This is who I am. Yeah. And if you want to, if you really, really want to break through, you have to understand those are, if you're not, if you're not, if you have a lot of questions and you want some place to go, those are the two things that if you can do those two things, all your other goals are going to fall into place more easily. Your learning is going to fall into place more easily. Your relationship goals are going to fall into place more. Everything hinges on those two things. You know, and it's, I know we've talked a little more religion than probably you like, but no, the two great. great commandments, love the Lord your God as yourself. I mean, you know, it's love the Lord your God and love your neighbor as yourself. Yep. Basically, you cannot love your neighbor if you don't love yourself. That's what it says. So if you think, oh, well, I don't like myself, but I like all my neighbors, you are lying. <laughs> in order to truly love your neighbors, to truly love your clients, to truly love those people in your life, you have to love yourself. Yeah. And that's what it comes down to. And that's, I'm just going to give those two, because if you can get those two things mastered, life becomes easier. It becomes funner. It becomes a place where you want to live because, dang it, that's where you do live. It's just, and yeah. you become who you are and you love that person. Yeah, for sure. No, I love those two takeaways for sure. And uh, yeah, love yourself and be authentic to who you are is is everything. I mean, really, when it comes down to it, if, if you don't love yourself, like you say, you can't love anybody else. You got to love yourself first. And you're never going to find love if you don't love yourself. Sure, people tell you that they love you and, and things like that, but you're not going to believe it if you don't love yourself. If you don't love yourself, you're going to be like, why would they love me? Why would anyone love me? Right? You're never going to be loved, truly, yep. if you don't love yourself. And, and You're going to find yourself a lot of jealousy. You're going to be jealous of people. If you're like, oh, I'm so jealous of them, you, you really don't love yourself. I'm, I'm sorry. That's just truth yeah if you're jealous of somebody else is because you haven't found that yet yeah so true I, yeah i agree 100 percent. so chip uh i have just absolutely loved our conversation and you've had some amazing insights i want to just ask where if people want to connect with you 
work is the best place to do that. Social media, website, whatever. What's the best place for people to connect with you if they want to learn more about you and what you do and, and how you can help them. Awesome. So if you want to connect with me, I do have, I'm on Facebook and I'm on Instagram. Um, on Instagram, I'm under selling Ser- at selling seriously. Um, on Facebook, I'm at selling seriously as well. Um, those are my my pages. Um, they they lead to a bunch of other things, but those are great ways to get a hold of me real fast, real easy. Um, I am on Clubhouse at, at Chip Isley, so it's a new form that I don't know. It's kicking off. You know, someday people will listen to this and be like, "Ha ha!" It was just the start of Clubhouse when he said that. <laughs> so I'm on Clubhouse at Chip Isley. Cool. Um, you can follow me there as well as on Instagram. Um, those are my email address is just selling seriously at gmail.com. Um, so those are three great, great, easy ways of getting in touch with me. If you have any questions, please shoot them my way and yeah. we'll get back with you. And, you know, honestly, I got guys, I'm going to, I'm going to say something here. If, if you want a good coach, we've talked about that. Reach out to Mr. Platt there. <laughs> he, uh, he has some things figured out. And if he's not your coach, we know enough coaches we can find somebody that's going to be your fit. Yeah, and sure. uh, we'd love to help you find somebody that's going to help you become a better. We want to help the world become better. Yeah. So, and that is one of the amazing things I love about you, Chip, is you just want to give and thank you so much for that. Those kind words, but you, you truly just authentically want to give and help and serve. And so thank you for all that you do. Like it's amazing. You're a great individual. I, I look forward to when we can see more of each other in person. I, I know we're going to run into each other a lot more, especially this next year as things start opening up and there's more events and, and things like that. Um, I think you're going on Kelly's cruise, aren't you in yes. later this year? Yeah. So yeah. if, if all that keeps going with cruises, keep going Kelly's cruise. I'm working on seeing about going to England with her. Yeah. Um, I got, I'm going to Disneyland, Disney world again already this year. That's already set up and going. Um, just, I got some incredible things happening in my life. So I'm, I'm super excited. And and it is because I set intentions. I set goals and everything's starting to, did it take a little longer? Yeah. But I kept my intentions and it's still going to, it's going to be a great year. It's going to be an awesome year. I can't wait for uh, the ability to see all the things that you're going to accomplish. I, I I love seeing your post. I love seeing everything that you're doing. You're doing some awesome things. You're involved with some amazing people. And so for those of you, if you want a coach on speaking or selling or anything like that, Chip is the man. He's he's awesome. And reach out to him. And, and again, if you need a coach for anything between Chip and I, man, we can we can hook you up with somebody. There's coaches for everything. There's literally there coaches are. for any problem you can possibly think of. And coaches are so valuable to really help you get moving in the direction that you want to go and achieve those goals in the long term. So, Chip, it's it's been awesome. Your insight has been just amazing. I appreciate it. The conversation was great. It's always great to talk to you. Um, but thank you so much for coming on and, um, yeah. Any last thanks for words? having me. Thank, <laughs> thanks for believing in me. Cause I know when we first talked, you're like, how are you going to work cells into this? <laughs> and, uh, and we, we did talk about it a little bit and 
I, thanks for trusting me and bringing me on. And it was a wonderful conversation and it was a lot Absolutely. of fun. Yep. And, uh, it was a, a sales pitch that you had with me and uh, it worked. And so I'm glad that it did. I'm happy that we had you on there. So, all right, everybody, uh, be sure to, um, subscribe and go follow chip, but have a great day and go start taking action towards your dreams and your goals today. You have permission, go get it done. So everybody have a wonderful day. Hey everybody, thanks for joining me today and I really appreciate you being here and do me a favor, if you like this episode, please be sure to subscribe on your favorite uh, platform that you listen to podcasts on and also leave me a message or a comment or a review, I I just really appreciate it. Also, why I've got you here, if you are ready to take your life to the next level, I have an amazing program right now that's called Achievement Monthly. And this is a monthly program where you can come and learn every month from me, Adam Platt, Achievement Coach. And we're gonna go, I'm gonna go live every month. Come on and help you get to that next level in life, that next level of success, that next level of achievement. Because you know, up till now you've, you've done so well and you've done all you can, but sometimes you just need a little bit more help, a little bit more umph get you to that next level and that's what this program is really meant to be and so it's uh, designed to help you one learn what you need to do to get to that next level and two it's also meant so that you can uh, network with other people so we're gonna train for about an hour hour and 15 minutes and then we're gonna break out in the group so that you can network with other people get to know them and connect with them so that they can help support you in your goals, your dreams, and create the life that you want. So if you are interested in joining that program for only $39 a month, you can go and register at arisetoconnect.com slash achievement. And I am so excited to see you there and to help you get to that next level in life because, man, that's where everything starts to go right and happen for you. So go again, register right now at arisetoconnect.com slash achievement. And I look forward to seeing you on the inside of that program and every month so that we can get you working towards that goal and that dream life that you want. Thanks and have an amazing day. Go out and make your life what you want it to be.